I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go. But if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is Reem, and I'm super excited today because in this episode, I'll be speaking with the CEO and founder of the Latitude Group, Kathy Bowman Atkins. Kathy spent the first couple of decades of her career in Fortune 500 companies, where she was known for her strong interpersonal skills and ability to build consensus among groups to handle complex business challenges. And in 2002, she started the Latitude Group, which is a business strategy and development firm. It specializes in driving growth, building value, and exit planning for business owners and, you know, in different areas such as strategic thinking, business planning, communications, culture change and transition management, results-based leadership, a lot of awesome things. I'm super happy to have Kathy here with me. Thank you, Kathy, for being on the Entrepreneur Accelerator Show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Reem. I'm excited to be here. I've heard some of your podcasts. You've had some other exciting guests. I'm glad to be among them. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Um, you know, and especially during these tough times in, in, in the pandemic and, uh, you know, COVID-19 and the whole chaos and fear, let's say, uh, everywhere. So whether I'm here in Saudi Arabia, you're in North Carolina, how is it going out there? How, how are you coping, whether it's in your personal life, in business? How is everything out there? Um, I would say that, uh, you know, you're asking this question today, and we're really about six to seven weeks into this in the, in the States, for example, yeah. uh, for people really realizing this is serious. We have a crisis, both a health crisis and an economic crisis. We could debate, you know, how those are linked together, but that's not what we're here to do today. But, but what I'm finding right now is um, people are uh, cautious Okay, uh, they are my business owners. Most of them I've already sat down with and helped them figure out how to get through, okay, to survive, you know, the current crisis, right, which has been all kinds of meetings about, in some cases, furloughing people, uh, cutting consultants, changing processes, taking advantage of everything that's out there. But there's just this air of uncertainty. But there's also what I'm finding now, people got knocked off their feet, so to speak, a colloquial term, but people are beginning to get back up and, they, and they're resilient. And there really are, there is a really a spirit of, yes, we can do this, let's figure it out, and let's help each other. So, you know, a couple of examples. Uh, I live in a, a subdivision here in, uh, in my uh, community. And my community is a really nice little subdivision that's 28 homes. That's all there are. And so I'm on the board here, you know, being a former CFO, I'm the treasurer of the Homeowners Association, right? And so I know everybody. I know who everybody is, right, just by virtue of that and et cetera. But I didn't really know many of my neighbors at all. 
Mm. Nor did my husband, nor did my other neighbors. In the last six weeks, we have gotten to know each other incredibly well, made new friends because people are at home, so they're out walking. You know, people have new pets. There's four new puppies in the neighborhood, and people are walking. And, and you're social distancing, but we're talking. We're stopping. People have more time. They, they feel that. And yeah. so there's been a real connection. So that's really been a positive. The other thing that I'm seeing is, you know, for my business, because as uh, you mentioned up front, but the business, the Latitude Group is very focused. I like mm-hmm. to tell people that we're an inch wide and a mile deep. So mm-hmm. we really work on strategic thinking, business planning, the execution of those plans, and people development, developing the people to, you know, achieve those plans in their own desires. Yeah. So at this time, that's not something that's selling very well, to be quite honest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because people are concerned about, you know, keeping people employed, you know, making the next, you know, payroll, you know, paying their debts, their utilities, whatever it may be. So what we're doing and what we're finding a lot around the, uh, across the board is we're reaching out to, and I know a lot of business owners. I've been around a long yeah. time. <laughs> and so, uh, we're reaching out to all the business owners and people that we know and saying, hey, how are you doing? How are things going? Uh, hey, if you could use some help, you know, we're here. We'll give you a free hour or two consultation just to help you get through it. If you want more than that, that's fine, but we're not selling anything. And we're finding a lot of people are doing that. So there is this sort of camaraderie and banding yeah. together yeah. at the grassroots level, the people level, the business level. Now we won't talk about the politics because that's a whole yes. different ballgame. <laughs> but, but we are, we are seeing that. The other thing that I'm seeing, and I'm probably giving you more information than you wanted in one question. Um, uh, but you know, the other thing that we're seeing and that we're talking to people about Reem, is um, lessons learned. When business is well, when everything's going great, right, everything's booming, the economy's booming, business is booming, we tend to think less creatively, less innovatively, mm-hmm. we lose discipline, we lose expense discipline, we, we lose uh, process discipline, all kinds of things. And then when we have to go into this sort of what I call hunker down mode with regard to this crisis, people start thinking innovatively again, what can we change? Mm-hmm. And some of that is a necessity that we won't need to or won't be healthy to keep going forward. But some of it is that says, hey, remember, we don't have to do things this way or we can do things that way. So there's some great lessons being learned yes. here. And and the other thing that I'm talking to clients about and to people about is, and, and even my own company, mm-hmm. right? I remind them that we have at least a company meeting once a week. And today was the day this morning. And I remind them every time that the mantra is, that we come out on the other side of this stronger and better than we were coming in. You know, if we don't do that, it's a wasted opportunity, no matter how bad this is. So, so to answer, so there's several things that I'm seeing, but that's kind of a uh, synopsis of some of the things that I think are most important in terms of trends, attitudes, and things of that nature. I love it, Kathy. I love it so much because you know this is exactly the mentality that we really need from leaders. Yes. To help and inspire and educate people during this challenging times. And you said it, it at the beginning, it was like, it was, everybody was just focusing on, uh, you know, how to get out of the, the, the fear and how to just focus on 
health issues, how to just keep our jobs or how to even pay for our employees. But now we have learned a big deal from the six, seven weeks. For me, at least it's almost three months, by the way, in the lockdown. So um, I found that with all the negative aspects to what is happening, there are a lot of positive things that we have learned and that we came up with, which is absolutely amazing. Honestly, amazing. I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm grateful because I witnessed such thing, you know, in like to be part of history because we always hear good, uh, amazing stories from our parents, grandparents, but it's amazing to feel that we're part of something like this. But the best thing is to feel that we were also productive and we did Absolutely. something good. And I'm so happy, uh, seriously, to have you here because we need people like you in this show and everywhere to educate people that we can do this. We can uh, come out of this better, Absolutely. stronger, and smarter. So uh, you're an expert in business planning and you help corporate companies or small small companies, let's say, in planning, you know, the... Uh, the situation and how to grow, um, how to build on it. Uh, we were talking before the show about how we can, how can entrepreneurs and small business owners use something like this, uh, especially that they're focusing maybe somewhere else. How can we remind them that this is very important uh, during this time? Well, I think a couple of things, Reem. Um, I, to your point earlier, uh, you know, being living through something like this. Uh, I'm old enough to have been in leadership positions uh, at Mm -hmm. 9-11, being an executive with a defense contractor on 9-11, okay, Mm -hmm. had its special challenges, Uh, you know, being a leader uh, with the 2008 Great Recession, and while those were different, there's some similarities, Uh, but to your point, we were talking just the other day, the president of my company, the gentleman that's the president of my company that uh, came on with me about uh, almost a year ago, and he was asking me, he said, uh, how do you see planning fit into what's going on now? Yeah. Do we, is there any data about, you know, where it helps or doesn't help? And there is some data out there, and there's also the experience. As I said, I've been doing this a long time. In both cases, the companies that embraced and utilized, took seriously uh, planning on some level, and I can talk more about that in a moment, mm-hmm. but let's just say planning on some level, fared better going through those crisis times than companies that did not, okay? Mm-hmm. They did have more discipline. They had a plan to adjust from, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the benefits of having plans, is having a plan that when things change, I know what I had planned, where do I need to make adjustments, Okay, so so that was the case. It gave them a little bit of a rudder, even if it was, you know, again, to think about, uh, you know, where I need to make the changes. And generally, they were better prepared. Now, right now, what I'm saying to companies, uh, large and medium size, I mean, small and medium sized, okay, so from entrepreneurs on, is there needs to be some planning done. Now, I'm not really talking about strategic planning right now. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about good old common sense you know, what we need uh, kind of planning right now to get through this. So we're doing uh, the first phase, we're doing a three-phase planning now. And this is what we're offering clients. And the first phase is what we call emergence planning. Not too much strategy in there, Reem. In emergence planning, we're talking about, let's look at your your P&L. 
let's look at your non P&L cash obligations, you know, capital balance sheet kind of things. And we're taking a cash flow projection look. And how yeah. for the next six months do you keep your head above water and maybe start coming out? And how do you know how to do that? We help them use some KPIs, some metrics that set some triggers. Okay. Mm -hmm. If this much volume comes back, then we can do this expense-wise, or we can do this, you know, in in uh, paying our obligations, some of our yeah. debt, or and you know, in one of the levers that you can pull. So we're getting them through the next six months and and to be standing on the other side of that. Okay. Yeah. And and then after that, and so any any size business can do that. Everybody has you no. Know, it's uh, everybody has income, yeah. has some costs associated with that income, has some expenses maybe has some debt. And, right. and that's basically what we're looking at. And at the end of the day, do you have cash in the bank or not? If it's a penny, you're in the black and that's good. Yeah. And that's what we're looking at on a month to month basis. The other thing that particularly entrepreneurs aren't as, it's been my experience and I've worked with a lot of them through the years, sometimes they aren't as disciplined about looking at plans and particularly about financials. Mm -hmm. But right now I'm exactly. advising all of my clients, even the cl some clients only look at financials once a month, which is not even what I recommend. But right now people need to be looking at financials uh, weekly, if not daily. And, and you've mm -hmm. got to be able to move and adjust on the fly. And for entrepreneurs, sometimes that's, that's really tricky. And the other thing that entrepreneurs need to think about right now is to think differently. You're not looking for the next deal right now. You're looking how to survive and make the deal that you've got right now work to the other side before you can do that. So that's what I'm saying for entrepreneurs in the really small businesses. And that's pretty simple planning. You know, we can do all of that with a company in a half day to a day and they can come out at the end of the day and they've got that plan that they can be working toward and making adjustments to over the next six months. Um, absolutely amazing because seriously from all your experience and everything that you were talking about, I've seen it dealing with day-to-day, um, -day, even the listeners of my show and with the questions that I'm receiving every single day on how to help them. I've seen a lot of people, as you said, especially starting entrepreneurs who are focusing on like how to survive or how to make the next deal, but they really right. do not differentiate even between the revenues and the net profit, or they just focus on the sales, on the revenue, right. and they don't know right. Um, they, they don't know their numbers. Yeah. And the other thing that, that entrepreneurs focus on, like you said, is the revenue or the profit. But, you know, I always say to people as a finance person, you know, uh, profit's nice, but cash is king. True. You, know, <laughs> yeah, you can be showing profit uh, on the bottom line and not have any money in the bank and not be able to pay your bills. And, and that's not a good place to be, you know. So, so in your opinion, in your opinion, and especially that, you know, especially in this challenging times, everybody, uh, as you said, because cash is king, everybody is withdrawing their money from the banks, maybe, and they're just keeping and hoarding like the, like the, um, what do you call it? Uh, toilet paper. They're hoarding like right. to toilet paper. Right. They want right. to right. keep right. as much cash as possible with them. And uh, they think that this is how, this is what makes them feel safe. Uh, what? can you advise people if you can give us just one or two things that they can do immediately to help them at least start planning, even if they don't have the budget or like, what can they start doing immediately to do what you're advising? 
Well, I think a couple of things. I mean, the first thing is to do that projection. Know what what funds you have to deal with. So in the United States, for example, we know what uh, has been put out there. There's a, there's a, a small business administration loans, and, and it was small business is a very, you know, it's a good-sized business here. Mm. There's small business administration loans of different flavors, if I might say it that way, understanding those and getting those. And so I've been advising a lot of clients, get those under your belt. That's cash that you can have. Some of them are going to be forgiven, okay? Mm. And it's not hard to meet the requirements for that to happen. The ones that aren't forgiven are 3.75% <coughs> excuse me, interest. They're, the payments don't start for a year, and they're 30-year loans, okay? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's pretty easy. So uh, I'm advising people about looking into all of that. There's things like payroll credits that some, some size businesses can get. There's some places where if you've had losses in previous year, depending on your business structure, you can go mm. back. You usually can only carry those forward. You can go back, do a quick claim on those right now, and get a refund. Mm. So we're looking for all the cash resources that you can putting a plan in place. But here's the other thing that we're advising and we're doing in my own company. Okay. Yeah. Is the following. Let's not just look at what we have to cut. Mm. Let's look at what this is an opportunity for us to do. And so for my business and you and I were talking about this before we started, uh, we've pivoted, you know, we're Mm. pretty sophisticated, long-term comprehensive strategic planning company. Uh, really uh, high-level, sophisticated uh, people development processes, okay? Yeah. Uh, we're not selling those right now. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, we think it's kind of insulting to go to people and say, you know, they're trying to figure out how to keep the lights on and to keep as many people employed and have paychecks as possible. Uh, so our current clients, we're helping them, but we've pivoted. So look at new product offerings. Look at what people need. Look at what people need to help them. Not look at the opportunity for yourself. What's the opportunity for someone else to help them that can also be a mutual opportunity and go for that. So we have pivoted and said for the next 18 months, we are going to be doing this tiered progressive strategic planning. And the first two uh, phases of it, the first two tiers, is not much about strategy. Yeah. I just talked about the emergence planning a while ago. That's the first tier. We're not talking about strategy. Unless they already have a strategic business plan coming in, we'll look at that and say, let's do no harm if there's something out there that we don't want to do any harm for in the next six months. But pretty much, we're surviving the next six months. And then after that, we're saying, now we take the next six-month look, which we call resurgence planning. Mm -hmm. Still not much strategy, but we're broadening it to look at, instead of just the the cash flow, Okay, just the cash projections. Let's look at our people, our processes. So let's look at that internal appraisal. Let's look externally to what's going on out in the world. What new trends are we seeing? What are competitors doing or other people doing? And 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 let's and and let's um, that's going to be the planning. And it's still going to be very streamlined, but it's more of a plan than a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And then the third six month entity or tier there is about convergence. Now we're beginning to understand the new reality. It's funny. My company's mm-hmm. tagline has been since it was founded vision, direction, reality. And I was saying to my company today, I think our new tagline for the next 18 months or so is vision, direction, and new reality. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what the convergence particular, we're beginning to get our sense of the new reality, True. You know, what it's going to be like, Let's take, let's be cautious though. Let's take that six month look 
And then we can talk about getting what's, what is the new traditional comprehensive sophisticated strategic planning and people development out there. So new product development, right? Yeah. New services that might be available. The other thing that uh, to think about doing is a lot of people think, oh, well, we, let's get rid of marketing or, you know, PR at this time yes. if we're doing it or yes. we haven't been doing it. That's the only way you're going to get it out there. This is, this is not the time. If you can possibly, you know what I mean? I've got cash problem. I mean, I've got cash concerns just like everybody else over the next few months, but I've been able to pull in some dollars into the budget and to do very carefully planned strategic True. marketing. True. Now the podcast, I'm doing a podcast with you. True. That was on, on tap before this, but how, how, you know, great was that, that this is happening. But, you know, we're adding pages to our website for these new product offerings. We're going to get out there and do a product launch. And all of that sounds so big and expensive. It really isn't if you get the right True. people and resources, right? Small businesses can afford that. I'm a small business. We can do that. I so totally those are some agree. of the things. Amazing, amazing. Seriously. Um, like, I wish that we had aired this live so that everybody can just see it and take it immediately and just learn and implement because pivoting is not just changing uh, uh, your business completely. You don't have to, but at least you have to be flexible to adapt with the new reality right. and be able to see what are the available resources and use it in a smart way to help you and to help your customers. As you said it, um, I know that a lot of people, they are cutting a big deal from their marketing expenses and from, you know, uh, advertising. But as you said, you don't have to. It's enough if you can boost your presence in the social media, whether it's in free podcasts or in just writing blogs or uh, YouTube videos or live yeah, videos. Absolutely. In showing people the help and the guidance, people will maybe maybe at the at this moment you will not get paid, but you will create a raving fan, a, 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 a group of people who will like you and trust you, and maybe in a couple of months when things get better, they will be your um, loyal customers. I love it. Thank you so much. If people want to get to know more about the, the, the resources that you were talking about, for example, if I want to take loans in the States uh, to help me in my business, where should I look at? What are, um, is there, because I'm not so familiar with the system there. So how can people get and find more about get, getting cash uh, as loans? It's a great question, Raim. Uh, it's a better question than you might even imagine because there's so many uh, places, sources of information that it's almost become overwhelming to people. So they're sure. like, they throw up their hands and, you know, what do we do? So here's what I suggest. There are several good resources. Find you a good resource and stick with it. Good, uh, uh, good resources are things like uh, banks. Large banks have information up about all the different things that are available. Financial planning uh, organizations, you know, the big financial planning organizations, uh, you know, that you know of, they have those up. Companies like mine, one of the first things we did the first week that we were locked down is we added a, a COVID-19 recovery resources page to our website. Mm. Awesome. And we up and we updated every day with information for business owners and empl employers and employees, so they can go in there and see what's the latest loan that's available. What do you need to do to apply for it? What other assistance is available? Mm -hmm. How do you go and get your unemployment benefits? You know, how do you do all of that? 
So just find one good resource that you trust that's comprehensive, that has committed to doing that yeah. and use that resource. Amazing. And I know that you're offering as well a free uh, consultation for people to know more about this. And as you said, because overwhelm is real and sometimes Absolutely. you just, your brain just shuts down and you don't know where to start and how to think. And, and it's, it is okay to seek for help. And this is what I always keep telling people that seek for help. It's okay. So, you know, you know, one of, one of the things that, that uh, I, tell people all the time as I've learned through the years and I I've been doing this for a long time. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong uh, with asking for help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's not asking for help when you need it. That's a sign of weakness. Uh, and you know, the other thing that I didn't mention, but if I could segue and talk a little bit about leadership, because sure. you asked me the, the other thing, that uh, I'm advising clients about and I'm seeing it's one of the greatest needs yeah. during this time, it's leadership. It's strong, authentic leadership. And when you, you know, people might say, well, duh, that's obvious. Well, maybe, maybe not. What I mean by that is you have to be more visible. Mm -hmm. you, you have to be more resolute and decisive, okay? Um, in a time of crisis, now we, we're getting to the point now where we can back off this a little bit, but in a time of crisis, particularly in the early moments of crisis or when there's so much uncertainty, people want a leader who seems to know what's going on and who can give them confidence and lead them, give them comfort, Absolutely. be visible, listen to them. So while we don't think of being a parental kind of leader mm -hmm. is desired very much in business, and it's not, but you know, that caring kind of parental leadership in a crisis is oftentimes what's called for, what's needed, what makes people feel good. And you clearly have to be visible. You have to be very intentional about being visible, you know, about listening. And above all, business owners and employers' number one job, job one, is to put the best interest and well-being of your employees first. They have to feel that way. Awesome. That you care yes. about them, that you're taking care of them. Because I'm going to tell you, they can't take care of anybody else if they don't feel that way themselves. I mean, it's very difficult to do that. Yeah, yeah. Love it. You know, um, the other day I was speaking to one of my guests and he was saying about this, uh, um, lead like a lion and manage like a squirrel. It, it's like, <laughs> I love it because this is exactly what we really need right now. And it's in seriously in every aspect of life like if you're a mom or a dad at home you need to be you need to lead uh, and make feel uh, make your family feel that they're safe and that everything is taken Absolutely. care of and the same thing uh, uh, when it comes to your employees and your team uh, this shows the great leadership that you have and that you offer uh, to your team so that they can because during this time I've seen that Everybody is scared, even the employees. They don't know if, the, if their job is still there. Uh, uh, working from home is extremely difficult as well. So how can you help them maintain their, let's say, sanity, uh, maintain their productivity at, at the same time? How can you manage to do all that, even in your business, Kathy? I'm really interested to know. Well, you know, I don't think it is as difficult as some people think it is or uh, make it to be sometimes again it's sort of that common sense human touch kind of thing yeah um, 
just reaching out to someone and saying, calling them up and saying, just checking on you. How are you doing? Have what you need. Um, you hear someone say, you know, because one of the things is people are not even thinking about how to make things work from home because they've never had to do it. True. So, for example, last week we were talking about something with one of my employees and she was talking about, uh, we were talking about doing, mailing some cards out to people and some thank you cards for some things. And she said, well, I can do that, but I will have to go to the office to print them because I, my printer here, I don't have any ink for my printer mm-hmm. you know, I don't have anything. And, and, you know, and she said, uh, I said, well, the company will pay for that. That's company stuff. I mean, people aren't thinking about that. Yeah. And, and that it, it was so interesting. It was such a relief for her, for me to say, you're doing that for the company. Okay, the company will yeah. pay for it. Uh, but, you know, we start meetings. We don't spend half the meeting. I'm pretty results-oriented businesswoman. <laughs> but, but we start the meetings with, how is everybody? you have anything, you know, to offer? Love or, it, you yes. know, you know, what's going on in your life? How's your family doing? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, that's permissible. So I think it's a, a bit of that human touch that says, you know, we care about you. And then we're getting down to business. The other thing that I think that is, I know, I don't even have to say I think. There are very few absolutes, but here's an absolute. This is what I call a leadership lexicon. Always, always, always tell people the truth. Hmm. No matter what, tell them the truth. You know, uh, another one of those, you know, is in the absence of information, people make things up and it's, on, it's always worse than the truth. Hmm. So tell people the truth. So I've made it, a, a even though it, it doesn't all feel good, and I've done this throughout my career, and hmm. call my people together. If something is good, it, it's not good is happening or pending or might happen, tell them. Mm-hmm. And then tell them all the things that you're doing that you can do that's within your power, what's not, you know, what we're working on, what we're trying to do. So in the early stages here, I call my company together and I said to people, you know, I've applied for this kind of, you know, this kind of SBA loan and I'm applying for that. And here's what I know, you know, if we, and you know, our pipeline is dried up. Our current clients are staying with us. The pipeline's going to get pushed out. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do this. So, <clears throat> Here's where, how far we can go. I will go with you as far as I can go. I will be there standing with you as far as I can go, but here's the realities. And the realities are, we can make it this far. If we get this assistance, we can make it this far and we can work on new things, you know, and and, and redo all that. And so people really uh, appreciate that. They want the truth. They want your assurance and knowing what you're doing for them, but they want the truth. Mm, I, I love it. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing because um, whether it's with your employees, whether it's with your, uh, with your team or with your customers, um, especially during this time, it's very important to, as you said, have this human touch and make sure that everybody's okay and tell them the truth and, and be close to them. They will appreciate you more. They will, they will feel that, um, that they're dealing with someone who truly cares. And um you know, Kathy, we've implemented this even in our business. The first thing that we've done when the whole, this crazy, crazy thing started, we got all our address book and we sent and we contacted all our customers and we asked them, how can we help you regardless of what are, what are we selling or what are we doing? Beautiful. How can we help you? And uh, you cannot imagine, we got maybe triple the number of leads that we used to get in the normal sure. days. So um, they, they, as you said, 
telling people what you can do and what you cannot do, what you can help them with and what you cannot just be honest with them and offer them true value and help will have a bigger return for you. Kathy, it was amazing talking to you. I would love to have maybe more sessions in the future to discuss other things because seriously, with your experience, this is exactly what we need as, let's say, small business owners to, uh, to learn and to understand so that we also thrive and, and we dream bigger to, to expand yes. and to have a, a bigger business or greater businesses. Thank you. I, I really love yeah. talking to you. Well, thank you. So did I. I really appreciate the opportunity. And um, I would love, there's so much more that we could talk about. So that would be great. I would be honored if, to be able to come back. If, if, if there is just one thing, at least, that you can tell us to wrap up this episode and something that you truly believe that can help small business owners, entrepreneurs to do and implement so that they can accelerate their business success, which is the theme of my show. What is the number one thing that you advise people to do right now to help them take their business to the next level? A couple of things. I mean, obviously, I'm in the business of planning, so I think that is important. But hand in hand with that, what I would say is avail yourself to resources. You know, we talked earlier about yeah. asking for help. There are yeah. a ton of people out there who experienced, who have been through things just like I talked about earlier, had different business experiences, had successful businesses, failed businesses. Uh, all of those things, those are important experiences. And I will tell you what I found when I came out of corporate America 18 years ago for personal reasons to start this business, I came back to this area, which was my home where I grew up as a child, mm -hmm. but I hadn't been here for many years. I had been out in corporate America, flying around the world, doing all this stuff, right? In the corporate world. I didn't really know anybody here, particularly not influential people. Yeah. I knew the dean. I knew the dean of the uh, a university, the one I'd gotten my MBA from, and and had somewhat of a relationship with him in those years past. Dialed him up and said, "You know, we're start. I'm coming home. We're starting this business. You know, that's the short story." He just started picking up the phone and calling people, influential yeah. people. You know, this person's coming. Everybody opened their doors. Everybody sat down and talked to us. And so I use that as an example, Reem, but people will do that. Mm. So, so you tap into those people. And you don't have to do things exactly the way do you, all of them did it. But you get all this wealth of ideas and information to put together you know, to be able to help you. I just think that that is invaluable. No, as, as people go forward, I, I'm busy. I don't have to talk to everybody. I don't mean that to sound arrogant, but I talk to almost everybody who calls me up. But that's a sincere business person, even if they're not going to be a client and they just yeah. want, you know, to pick my brain about something. I, I'll do that. Yeah. You know, networking, just, I, networking. As, absolutely. As, as they say, your network is your net worth. And, and especially, you know, surrounding yourself, even with social distancing or let's say physical distancing, oh, yeah. you have to stay connected to people. And as you said, you open doors to more opportunities that you don't even know that it exists. That's um, thank you so much. It was truly a pleasure having you here in the show. If people want to know more about you, about your company and your service, where can they find you, Kathy? 
everything is on our website ring. We've, we've made sure of that. They can email us from there. They can call us from there. They can send a request for a consultation from there. They can see about our products and services. Although the, the very newest ones aren't up there yet. They'll be, start being up there for the end of this week. But they can get in touch with us absolutely from there. Love it. I'll make sure to have all the details in the show notes. Uh, one more time, Kathy, thank you so much for all the valuable information that you, you've given us. Um, I was really happy because I love this uh, kind of talking and not just talking about mindset and, and, and marketing. Sometimes we really need this kind of leadership and, and strategic way of thinking. Even at the smallest level of, of our business, we need to start thinking this way Absolutely. from now onward so that we can go and grow uh, our business. Kathy, thank you so much uh, for being here with me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, would you please take a minute to rate and review my show? That would mean the world to me. And let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.